0: Try, try. You never missed your Turner till he says goodbye.
1: And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday. March the 22nd, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's
2: it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my hot take um, has to do with tennis, actually. Um, and this is a like this loop is breaking right now. 15 minutes ago, world number one, Ash Barty, Australian women's tennis player, announces her retirement from twenty uh, from tennis at age 25. She just won the U, the Australian Open and is the first Australian to win the Australian Open in 44 years. Huh. Um, and I have she no retired? idea. She retired? She announced her retirement just now, just 10 minutes ago.
1: That's allowed so on top.
2: Yeah, go out on top at 25. I don't know what's going on here. I guess yeah. I don't even really have a hot take about it. I just saw how many ti- it. how
3: many grand slam titles does she have?
2: Two, I think. What's uh, her ranking? She's the world. She's the world number one. World number one. And she's 25 years old. So, huh?
3: What are they doing oh, to these tennis gosh. players?
1: Yeah,
2: that's
3: what
1: makes. tennis
3: players for. are getting
1: boned
2: out at really high. <sighs>
3: Yeah, it's like the emotional stress is just destroying. It's weird.
2: Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway, I guess my hot take is that I'm really old, because she's 25. She was born in 1996. Give me a fucking break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody what year you graduated high school. Yeah, I won't.
2: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All
1: right. All the joy as per usual, is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going?
3: I'm um, doing good, Joel. Thanks. Good. Good to be here. Coming in from where spring has sprung. A- you called it. You, you yeah, spring said- I mean, I did. I did. But that my hot take for this B block is that if you don't, it's not really a hot take because everybody that knows anything already knows that Julio Rodriguez, my man from the Dominican, the 21 year old, six foot three center fielder, he's going to be the fucking raddest shit to hit Major League Baseball since Ken Griffey Jr. Y'all get ready. If you don't know, now you know Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. If I didn't just jinx him and he's going to like tear Patel's <laughs> tendon right now, like he's going to be the best ball player
1: in baseball soon. Like, it. Shout out to my Mariners. We'll talk about the Mariners some more. Uh, also joining us, as per not usual, returning for the second time from Bad Guy Radio, uh, special guest Justin. Justin, how's it going?
0: What up, guys? Uh thanks for having me again. You know, I, I love Dump on the Elp. You guys are pretty funny, pretty well cultured, well versed in my baseball world. So I appreciate This guy knows nothing, Joe. This guy knows nothing. Nothing. Uh let's see. Uh well, you guys want a hot take? I got some spicy shit for you. Uh you were talking about Julio Rodriguez right now, Tommy. And yeah, but- I'm going to double down on it because when you see the ball comes off his bat, you know what I think of? I think yep. of 1990s Andrew Jones. Ooh, I like that. Com. Raw, untamed center fielder. Now, I'm not looking for Julio to give me a 30-30 season oh, or even a, a, a 30-20 season because I've, Guys aren't running as much as they used to back then, especially when you got five tools. I got to sure, make sure. sure you got five tools for 162. Sure, I don't yeah. want you looking like some fucking Mike Trout type of guy, and you're only uh-huh. in my lineup until right after the snow thaws. So yeah. you got to avoid turning into Mike Trout. I think he's going to, uh, Julio's going to be a monster. Uh, O'Neill Cruz looked like a fucking creative oh, yeah. player. He yeah. looks like somebody's my player who just went nuts on the coins. Okay.
2: Some... Yeah.
1: You still? Think
3: I think you not... heard it here first. Wait, I just want to say it. So dump on the up, maybe not first, but we're calling it oh, for Julio. Yeah. That's two for oh,
1: it. Dump on the up. Julio Rodriguez.
3: You heard it here maybe, maybe like second or third, or I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That guy's good. So you probably heard it here 53rd-ish. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the top hundredth percentile, pal. Yeah. Of weird third. off the cuff podcast. <laughs>
1: Now, so Justin, though, this is the second time you have just done a sideswipe unprovoked on Mike Trout. You really don't think that guy's like a top five baseball player right now, do you?
0: No, absolutely not. Oh! Uh, when you look, when you look at who Mike Trout is, he's all individual stats. Uh, he's not an inspiring baseball player. Like Mookie Betts will never have to have a Mike Trout year to to drag his team to a playoff situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel so bad for Jacob DeGrom because he is literally one of the best pitchers we have ever seen, and he's wasting his life in Queens right now. Yeah. Like, you know how people give Mike Trout like the unconditional sympathy? I'm giving that shit to the, the fucking, the goat, DeGrominator.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think
0: Mike Trout moves the needle as much. You could put him on the Los Angeles Dodgers and they might just be another NLCS team
3: yeah uh, that's uh i mean i think you're talking about intangibles which is unquantifiable like mike trout when you watch him move on a baseball field and i watch him a lot because he plays in the al west he comes to seattle and i go see him a lot i've yelled you're a thumb at that motherfucker more time he knows who i am i call him a thumb he is a fucking thumb his shoulders
0: and his neck is in the same area like, but dude. like
3: completely like without him the angels are lost they can't do anything they're a
0: non-opposable hand you know
3: it's like so you he, can say he, that
0: about David Fletcher too, though. Like if the angels lose anybody, they're done. Mike Trout is like irrelevant after, after Cinco de Mayo, his season is over. Man, that guy that I've never seen anybody play that game as easy
3: as watching that dude play that game. In my, in my experience, I, I, I disagree. I think he's the best, if not one of the best, but I, I he's, he's he, he's, he I will agree with you hundred percent that he is not, he does not have the intangibles. To, he's not a leader. He's not, He's not "quote unquote" champion, even uh, even if those are things that, like, you know, that's kind of a narrative. Would you rather have
0: power. Mike Trout right now or Ronald Acuna? Ronald Acuna. Would you rather have Mike Trout or Juan Soto? Juan, Juan Soto. Soto.
2: I would <laughs> that Mike Trout Okay. Yes.
0: Years,
3: okay. All right. All right. All right. But at some point in the last ten years, he's been the best, if not one of the best, if not the best. I mean, maybe not now you're right. Might be right now. Um, but I, I think when I speak to Mike Trout being the best baseball player, that was probably, yeah, four years ago.
0: Oh, would do I, it. I, I Yeah, want- I would agree a hundred percent. That's probably when my uh, unprovoked and moronic tweets about him started is when I realized like, damn, this guy is going to be noted as one of the fucking goats. And I got to sit here salty for the rest of my life knowing that because I lived through perfect. the era. Like, I can't even erase years. it. Uh, it's I, I I felt that way about Alex Rodriguez. You think Mike Trout in his prime was better than Prime Alex Rodriguez? Definitely. I do, yeah. You people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, I mean, can't believe what the fuck I'm hearing. How many 50 home run seasons is Mike Trout gonna give me? Uh, well,
2: yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Mike Trout also is maybe not juiced up though. So it's like so how do you know it's like if, but Mike Trout if he was also one a of the shitload best- of steroids, then he'll probably do a <laughs> lot of fifty home run seasons. That's, I mean, I will, I will go out and say that right now. Give Mike Trout a shitload of steroids, he'll give you a fifty home run season this season, no problem. <laughs> That's a strong
0: maybe for me, pal.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think if Mike Trout had taken steroids, he'd still be among the league's greatest players. I bet. Okay, now let's shorten that list. Mike Trout or Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds in his prime was the best baseball player, but that that was before he did the steroids. I I mean, when he came to San Francisco, I mean, who knows when he started doing steroids, I guess. But like, you know, I guess everybody knows that it was after Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire ran off with that home run chase, and he was kind of sitting there going, wow, all, all of America loves these guys, and nobody gives a shit about me, even though I've been the best baseball player in this fucking game for probably five years at that point. And then he all of a sudden turns into a home run hitting machine so it's like i'm mean, barry bonds i love barry bonds i think he's a fucking cheater but i don't think barry bonds i mean i've gotten over my hate for alex rodriguez too but I, they're both they're both cheaters but barry bonds is the best pure hitter to ever play the game
0: you know how long ever is that's a long time for, till till now yeah
1: I still hate Alex Rodriguez. I never hated Bailey Ball. That
3: was, you Jesus, know what it was? Joe oh, Joe? Oh, oh, wait, so you know what it was? When Alex Rodriguez swiped at that bat, running up the first baseline. He tried to hit the ball out of somebody's hand, running up the first baseline. Was it Jason Veritek?
2: Yeah, yeah, so and Finway wasn't it? Punched him yeah. in the face.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was just such a bitch move, and such. And then there was like he yelled at somebody round in third base, like in that series too. Like he did some like a couple of just like where he got caught on camera doing like stupid fucking like baby, you're a sore loser fucking shit. Where I was like, all right, fuck this guy fully all the way.
1: I just don't like having to listen to him every week on Sunday. See, I like
3: Sunday. him his post playing career better. I think he's really? kind of funny I, mean, I think he's kind of funny to listen to. I mean he's dude shit, I'm a I'm an
0: A-rod stand and I hate him as a broadcaster. He's like if A Rod was like five foot four, he's getting stuffed in the fucking locker room probably <laughs> six days a week.
2: Yeah. He's a nerd.
0: A Rod is the nerd that the old dinosaurs complain about.
2: Yeah. No, so he doesn't know what he's talking about.
3: Yeah, he's kind of blo- he's kind of lost. Like he's like says the stupidest shit. Well, he's getting his- old. Well, he's not that
0: old. Like, I- a Rod's be- what, like forty I- five?
1: That is definitely. I'm uh, forty two. Different opinion of what the definition of old is, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything
0: uh, over 28 is considered old in baseball, yeah. You're probably like, old. once you hit arbitration, your value goes down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the car loses value as soon as you drive it yeah. off the line, yeah.
2: yeah. That's not a coincidence that that way you just said, Justin, that's what that's a very intentionally planned number right there, yeah. Mm. <sighs> all right,
1: all right, so let's get to the present. So we talked a little bit on the last episode about free agency, but since the end of the lockout, there has been some movement. I'm not going to call it ex- like, there hasn't been a lot of movement, but there has been some movement, right? So uh, I don't know where you guys want to start. Let's start with story to the Boston Red Sox. Give me your hot takes yeah. on that. Like, do you like it? Do you not like it? Is story going to be good away from Coors Field? And what are the Red Sox plans
2: right now? Let's talk about that.
0: Uh, well, uh, you you want to go
2: first, Justin?
0: Yeah, because, you know, I'm already sticking in the knickers because it's Trevor's story. Uh, he's one of the few human beings I dream about outside my girlfriend. So <laughs> um, the Red Sox lineup right now. Is going to be devastating. You, I think people are starting to understand what's going to take place with the future. I think not only was this a shockwave for the big club saying, all right, fuck you, Toronto. I got a fucking pocketbook, too. Blaze Jordan, Tristan Casas, Nick York. You could keep those eggs in the incubator. You don't have to rush those to the show. You still got Xander. You're going to have Kike. I want us to re-up with Kike in a couple of years because he's versatile and he's flexible. Our lineup is built on flexibility. Trevor Story is a flexible infielder. He could play second or short, hit anywhere in the lineup, power, speed, glove. He's going to play every fucking day. Red Sox were giving up a ton of base hits through the left side, a ton. That's what made me say semi-main things about my shortstop. That's what makes it <laughs> seem like he's losing a step when really no, people were just blowing fucking base hits down the line in Fenway. Does Boston That's
3: have just, a pitching staff?
0: Yeah. Uh, we got it's like C plus. Garrett Whitlock, Tanner Hope, hopefully they could grow of, up hit puberty. Yeah,
2: we yeah, got a starting. lot of We got a lot of maybes in our pitching staff and in our bullpen like just bullpen and starting uh starters as well. But we're like they at least is just going to be so stacked as far as hitting well, those, and the Red Sox are probably at the top of that. I don't give a shit what they're doing up in Toronto. Like, I'll take. I'm looking at Toronto. I'll take two through five of the Red Sox over anybody in Major League Baseball right now. Yeah, um, I'm not buying.
3: I, all right, so I'm going to come out and say I'm not buying story outside of Coors Field yet. I, I, I think why? I just don't believe it. I I, I think he plays. I was sold on he's Troy had- Tulowitzki and his numbers after he left Coors Field drop.
0: Okay, but what about Nolan?
3: Nolan is plays defensive third base and if he hits he He's hits still 30 and 90. Yeah, I mean he's still a great hitter, that's what I'm saying, but he's he's a more he's a I I I I still I think I just don't buy Trevor Story, that's all I'm saying. That's Trevor funny. Story plays Time Bomb bur- buys his Trevor game, Story. His
2: game <laughs> plays really well in Fenway Park cuz he's he a pole hitting righty might. and we have that short short porch in left field and he's just going to rake it off and over the monster I've been oh, to Colorado sad. season long oh
0: I my watched God. games in
3: Colorado I've seen many 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 average player appear to be better than average playing their home games at Mile High Stadium or Coors Field yeah.
2: yeah and his home away splits are are not great but they they're going to be he's going to play how do you so feel
3: well about that like a, Sam? The the story deal. Are you happy about? Uh,
2: it? I feel good about it for a number of reasons. I think he's going to fit in well with our lineup. Um, Justin and I disagree about Xander Bogarts playing shortstop. I'm fine with it. Um, I think that we have defensive problems everywhere, and he's actually a fine fielder. And I don't uh. really understand. I don't really understand the de- defensive metrics, which also means that I don't believe in them. And like when I watch Andrew Bogarts play shortstop, he plays good shortstop. Um, Me too. And he's not, you know, I don't think he's the best defensive shortstop in major league baseball, but I think he's good enough. And I do think that he's probably the best offensive shortstop in major league baseball. And if it's like, there was one year where we moved him from shortstop to third base He was very unhappy, and he played like shit. So I'm willing to like give up a couple of a little bit of range at shortstop if it's going to keep our best hitter and the leader of our team happy. And Um, they had
3: to have talked a story about moving second base before he signed that deal,
2: right? Um, and you know, like Justin said, it's going to give us like flexibility to give Xander Bogarts a night or two off to play dh or take a breath and that's have
0: the a night
2: key off, right there that dh i mean right which is going to keep every single person on this team healthy you know what i mean which is like really the key i think in i mean the DHs. dodgers really
3: showed how big depth is you know like they're they're just they've just got more fucking they've got more depth than anybody else and that's and everybody's kind of going oh shit we need we need long players that are flexible we need people that are yeah that's uh I don't know. I don't know. I
0: still don't. I'm still in mind. All right, I'm going to tell you something right now. What people are not understanding about Trevor's story is that triangle in Fenway Park plays better to right-handed hitters oh, yeah. than lefties because the pesky pole causes your right fielder to cheat towards the line a little bit. And how many center fielders are in the league outside of fucking Ramon Laureano, Luis Robert? There's a select few that could cover Mm -hmm. the middle of the monster (laughs) to the triangle. That's why the Red Sox signed JBJ. Trevor Story is going to leave that Ramon, area. Ramon Laureano
3: would get lost in I mean, the triangle and have to scoot up a fucking flare. He will be
1: dead against Ramon Laureano. But Laureano, oh, yes. and
0: Luis Robert <laughs> are the top two center fielders. Thomas, no, I just I've wondered. seen. Ramon
1: Laureano a good actor. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. my
3: thing. My thing. I think he plays everything up, and then he airmails shit. Like he doesn't know what a cutoff man is. He thinks that's something his kids doing in kindergarten.
0: I love I love the way he plays center field because he looks like a fucking commando out there just flying around like he's a comic con like I've seen him run into the wall a couple of times I'm like yeah he Take makes this terrible out the, routes the balls and he just has to
3: run into shit I hate that guy in outfield I no I, I he's fun to watch but I don't think he's a good center fielder he was really
0: I think he's
1: great no you also hate him because of Oakland. Yeah, I just, well, I mean,
3: he just, he does weird poster shit all the time. Like he climbs up walls that are balls, like three feet from him. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of throwing himself around and like. He's the ghost of Eddie Guerrero. Defensively that minded. I mean, he gives it his all. He's a hell of a lot of fun to watch, but he's kind of a fucking mess. And defensively, I would say he's a liability in center field. There's better center field.
0: Yeah, of course. You could always do better than fucking Ramon Laureano, but I would take him for my team. Anytime.
3: I'm just saying that I'm saying the triangle. you were saying the triangle is a hard place to play and you use Ramon Loriano as a place that. Oh yeah. Know, Cause yeah. you need a You
0: need a center fielder to uh, cut oh, down yeah. the triple. You that's need, a, you need pure arm strength. You need Jackie Bradley oh, jr. You, no, sorry,
1: of course. So you mean off the wall triple? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. I mean that, yeah, whole, yeah. that
3: whole center field is like a fucking nightmare for a center fielder. I mean, it's just like the whole, the angles of it and the way that the ball's often traveling when it hits
0: those walls, it just makes things so difficult. Jacoby you know? Ellsbury, Grady Sizemore played fucking decent center field in Fenway Park. I used to love watching Grady Sizemore play. In Washington, yeah, mm-hmm. Washington born.
2: Ellsbury didn't have a very good arm. Same with Johnny. No, King. he
0: had a fucking noodle, probably right. fettuccine.
2: But that's a <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing about JBJ is he's got a like a decent cannon for a center fielder. Although I think they're talking about having him in right field, which I also like because right field. I would
0: love that. You
2: put JBJ in right field, you cheat Kike towards left field to like, it's good. Like we're going to have a good defensive. Wait, Jackie Bradley is back in Boston? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right before it was like the last move before the lockout, they traded for back for him.
3: Oh shit. I didn't know that. That's funny. That's cool. I like that
0: trade. Good job. How you guys feel about the Matt Chapman trade? Oof. I'm happy to have him out of the AL West. You're sick, so you're going to bring that monster to our doorstep?
1: <laughs> See, this is why I, you guys are saying, you Red Sox fans are saying you're not concerned about Toronto. You should be concerned about Toronto. <laughs>
0: They're going to be good. <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't know. What about their like, fucking rotation? Like they yeah. want Gian, Gian Gian, and, you're going to well. put it all on Alec Manoa's shoulders to be basically... Canadian Lance Lynn. Did Ryu sign somewhere else?
2: Yeah, where's Ryu? No, they have them still. And they signed that, what's his name, from uh, uh, San Francisco who had that really good season Galsman. last year. Galsman, oh, they had yeah. Kevin
3: Cosman. And then do they still have a... Shit, now i lost it.
2: No, they extended Barrios. They got a decent starting rotation. They got a, a oh, decent a three team. anyway. We got Robbie um, Ray. I Robbie like- Ray... Left and they replaced him with Gosman.
3: Oh no, who was uh, uh Matt Stephen Matts? Is he still there?
2: I don't know. Maybe I don't know why. I thought but
0: they, tra- they, I haven't traded- heard of Stephen Max's name in like two years.
2: He's been with. Tra- he I, actually was I'm looking pretty sold, good last year. He
0: was. I'm he's not been out sold
2: of on Matt Chapman at the plate. You guys, I have had oh. him on my fantasy baseball team <laughs> like two years in a row, and it, he is he sucks.
0: The ultimate analysis. You can't
2: get his shit together.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had fucking hip surgery.
2: Yeah, right.
3: He struggled the last couple of years. You're right,
0: but Three what if years, he has a only OnlyFans on the side? You can't make videos with a ah. bad hip.
2: <laughs> it depends on what kind of videos.
0: Yeah, yeah. what the ones that fuck up your hip? Like, yeah. that's probably the ones that messed up his hip.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i don't know he could be good he could, i mean he's a, he's a really good third day smith Plat- um, he's a platinum dude, fucking
3: defender right. on the hot corner
2: right and you know like yeah he is but he's not as good a hitter as devers you know i take yeah. i take the red Sox infield position would you take Joan moncada over Sixers.
0: matt chapman right now
2: me yeah probably Yeah, hell
0: yeah never I can't. Oh,
2: really? <laughs> I
0: can't. And Johan Moncada is my favorite, my favorite player in a White Sox uniform, and I can't take him <laughs> over Matt Chapman. Really?
2: I, I am. I don't have
1: faith, I have faith in that Matt Chapman. I you, you, you argue about Moncada every week on your podcast.
0: I have to defend myself against Moncada slander every fucking week.
3: But now you're, but now you're taking Matt Chapman over him. So you're. you're well, it's not over.
0: slander. It's it just because he's my favorite player doesn't mean he's the best player. Like he's but, but, but not a top five third baseman. So you're demonstrating he's not even that he, the top five best player on his fucking team. But you're demonstrating that you're uh, the metric
3: that you're concerned with at third base is defense. So like you'll take a light hitting defensive
0: third baseman. He's not a light hitting third baseman. I could get thirty five bombs the from I mean, he has been. He has, he has
2: been, been, been a very light years. hitting oh,
0: third man. baseman.
2: And it's also like the other thing about Matt Chapman is like he's just even when the strikeouts hit, alarm it's, me, it's in streak. Yeah, he 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 was he his was slumps his are terrible. Yeah, right. He
3: he's, he's, he might find it again. We'll see, but I don't think so. I think Matt. If he Austin goes into Red, a
0: slump with Toronto, it's over. That there goes their playoff hopes. I, I mean, yeah. you forget that they will. have Vlad Guerrero Junior. And Hold I, can, up.
1: I got a dumb question. Where is Simeon? Has anybody signed Simeon yet? Yeah, he's, he's
0: with the Rangers.
1: The, rain. the Okay. Well, that's they
0: don't that's have another problem for the Blue Jays. That is is big that, big. that whole wild card last seed type of deal. Yeah. You lose that's a couple that, games in September, I, your season is cooked. See,
1: I could see three teams coming out of the AL East. I could see Toro- some combination yeah. of Toronto Tampa. could be
2: four teams coming out of the AL East. You Jesus could Christ.
1: Yankees ain't making the playoffs. Yankees suck.
3: Come on.
2: Yeah, Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. Wait. <coughs> Yankees aren't like – Aaron Judge isn't going to be able to play home games to start the season. Because <laughs> he, he ain't That's vaccinated. That's terrible. <coughs> I know, I love it. I Do they know if
3: Donaldson's that. vaccinated? He seems like he I'm would sure be – sure he's like, not, like, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> You're probably lying and say he's not just to piss people off. No, he, he'll he'll do it. He'll do
3: what uh, what fucking Rogers did and just skirt the issue. He'll be like, "Oh, I'm taking other things to do this thing.
0: I'm immunized."
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I've done, I've taken other steps.
0: <laughs> you fucking motherfucker! You just drank a bunch of Gatorade. So, uh, speaking of Rogers, I think no. Tom Brady announced we his finally. Retired. Don't have to
3: talk about football. Why? Hold on, wait.
0: Hold on, wait. Because you know, Tom Brady was – was, I think he was spiteful against Rodgers coming out of retirement once he signed the fucking – once Rodgers signed the extension.
2: I had that same I, thought, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Sam. I can't be the only one in, thinking in conspiracy here.
1: I'm <laughs> yeah, a Patriot fan. Uh, <laughs> Justin, so are you a Patriot fan uh, too?
0: Well, I used to bandwagon the Patriots when they used to play. Uh, funny story, I, I grew up a Peyton Manning fan. Until Peyton Manning lost against Drew Brees, then I was like, you know what, you're a loser. Then I started worshiping the goat. Now I'm a I'm a confident young man who can c- conquer any battle. So yeah, I stopped I rooting for Peyton Patriots. Manning. Yeah, I had to switch right. over. Well, it's was like changing were- cell phone companies. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got a new number, but it's all right. because Those concepts yeah. were worth it. Wait, had to drop a Bears-
0: Prime Code. Are
1: you a Bears? <laughs> are you a, are you a Bears fan?
0: Yeah, I live in Chicago, so I got to be.
1: Well, lots of people live in Chicago and not Bears fans.
0: Yeah, they're stupid.
1: They're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> well,
3: wait, wait. You can't live in Chicago and be a Packers fan. Yes. Yeah,
0: a- there's some humans that live there's like that time.
3: That's stupid. awful. That's Even I know that's
1: awful.
0: Yeah. You can I've been to
1: Packers ballers in Chicago. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, now he's, a, now anyway. he's mad.
0: Very, uh, very fine people. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, Think
3: that. Football season's over,
0: but I will say the Packers fan, the Packers uh, fan base got the sexiest fan base I've seen on the internet. Uh, really? They'd be doing thirst trap Thursdays. I'd be scrolling on Twitter for probably about three hours. Pretty good spank bait there. I'm not All gonna like lie.
1: like in their Wisconsin, like like polkas. What the fuck? Is like, there fondue yeah. involved? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it, I don't think they get frisky like that. Cheese. Just probably cheese curds and bikinis.
3: Ice fishing house huts.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: And
0: and Rod- Rogers, uh uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it's so cold. Yeah, there you go. Like big nipples. Oh well, what?
0: <laughs> I want like
1: to talk nipples <laughs> <laughs> on the. I can see them. <laughs> Speaking of big nipples, let's talk about the Minnesota Twins.
0: Damn, hold on. (laughs) Love a good Good Yeah.
1: So we talked about this a little bit earlier. So both Sam and Thomas were like, hey, Joel, you better watch out for the Twins. And I am not that concerned about them, but they are making deals right now, right? They got Correa. They shipped out Donaldson and Kind of Alefa. They brought in Lumpy Gary, Sanchez. Sanchez, God, I hate You're Gary. Lumpy and Lumpy Lumpy Sanchez. Man. And uh, Gio... He's on
0: my fucking fantasy team. Watch your mouth, guys. Oh, okay.
1: I I hate I hate Gary Sanchez.
0: <laughs> the Kraken.
1: The Kraken. Oh my God. Um, but but. <laughs> Let's go, let's go. Justin, Post. do you think the Twins are going to be legit? Like, are, are they making a run for us? What's going on?
0: Uh, I'm speaking to White Sox fans and White Sox fans only. We're fucked. Really? The last the, the domino, the last domino has fell. Detroit is going to have a nice young rotation. The Twins are going to hit upwards to 220 home runs for the next three years. Larnik, Kirilov uh Kepler's gonna give me a 30 home run season and don't sleep on Miguel Sano do not sleep on him he is for
2: real power
0: Uh, yeah we're popped as White Sox fans so the Minnesota (laughs) Twins I think don't worry about their starting rotation don't worry about their bullpen they're gonna still add and subtract throughout the year what you got to be careful is you, you're getting into a three-game set with a team that just hit 10 home runs in their last four games. What, do, what are you going to do pitching to a lineup like that? Oh, and you just add Carlos Correa to a lineup, which was already flexible, powerful, and relatively healthy. All right, let's just be let's just be fucking honest here, boys. The Twins didn't make the playoffs or even have a chance in this, uh, Central because they didn't pitch and their defense was shit. Well, they, they were healthy, Byron. yeah. Byron so, Buxton
3: is one of the best players in the game when he's healthy right now, and
0: he the twins, not. the twins were winning without him though. Think about all the seasons they already lost Buxton, and they still you know put up a banner well, no, I here. Know. I,
3: I know, I know, I, I agree.
2: But if he's healthy, then you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you I think that's like two
0: running. Carlos Correas if he's healthy.
2: What? They also signed <laughs> Sunny Sunny Gray, and I think Sonny Gray is a really good pitcher.
0: Yes. You think he got some left in the tank? What is he like? Thirty-two I now? think,
2: yeah, no, I do. He's not a—he's never been a power pitcher, and I think he makes whatever that young staff, any young players on that staff, I think he makes some better pitchers because he's a smart pitcher, and wow. he's like pitched through. You know, he's not—he had like has a ninety-three mile an hour fastball, and he reminds me of Jake game, Peavy. That's nothing. Yeah, maybe. You know, like good. gritty, they're good. not
0: they're not overly powerful guys. Uh Sonny Gray got one of the, my favorite curveballs in the game because he throws his two seamer off of it. He changes eye levels up and down. Like you said, Sam, he's a real smart pitcher and he's a guy right. that leads by example. You know what I'm saying? If you look at him on TV, he's got this fucking Jonah Hex face on. Like, God, you're just ready to kill this lineup. And next thing you yeah. know, you look at the board and he's set down the last 12 in Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, they, they got Dylan Bundy, too.
2: Um, I don't like that guy.
0: The Midwest love a good Bundy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Randy Dobnak has cool glasses, and he might be all right.
0: Yeah. Do we still got the handlebar stash?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of him yet, but he did, for sure. He was rocking it. He had, he had quite a look.
1: Can the Twins depend yeah. upon a full season of Byron Buxton Thomas?
3: Um, I don't think so. I wish they could. I love Byron Buxton, but he always fucking goes so hard. He's just like he can't stop himself. Yeah,
0: sounds (laughs) like Luis Robert back at home.
3: Yeah, Yeah, maybe that's
2: the way I feel about Acuna too. Oh, that's why I would not take Acuna over Mike Trout because he's never going to play a full season again. Acuna, he's just not. When's the next
0: time Mike Trout gonna play a whole season? I don't know.
2: I think he could. He, you know, like Thomas says, he plays easy. Like Acuna does not play easy. Acuna plays fucking so hard all
3: the time mike trout makes the hardest shit look easy that was the thing like he would do he would go rob i mean it was like the game he fucking hit it felix was starting and he like was bleeding off and he hit a home run to start the game off felix and was like it was like when felix was like in his prime and it was just like it was like all the best against the best i was so stoked to be there and fucking first pitch fucking took him yard and (laughs) then the next and then the fucking bottom of the first i think it was maybe cano or was somebody in the top three in the lineup hit a fucking straightaway bomb to center field and he went back and jumped three feet over the wall and pulled it back it was like fucking it was just like an inning of like this dude is just on the field winning everything by video me.
0: game yeah 100 percent. i don't know why I got and, that and and i say mean things about this guy so take my uh, baseball <laughs> opinion for what it's worth
3: i think he's demonstra- he he's hasn't been that injury prone until re- relatively recently. So I'm the here. last
0: year and a half, probably a little bit before COVID, you start to see him breaking down, you know, missed out of the lineup for about a month. You know, the wrist and the foot kind of piled up on him too yes. last year. Yeah,
2: we'll see. We'll just see. Just I, think I think he's getting to that age where players good. either, yeah, he's either going to transition his game a little bit or he's not, he's going to, you know, just be how do you like Mike Trout,
0: the DH? What if you get to a point to where he's 32 years old, back into the deal, Mike, you're dh and How We're do you show feel about that? Shohei? He's still going to yeah. be pitching in fucking DH? Well, oh, well, oh I'll just have him in right field. Yeah. Well, that's,
2: that's what I always wanted Shohei to I, do. I, with I, don't think you, I don't think you put Otani in the field if you want him to stay healthy because that dude's got to pitch and hit, you know? Yeah. can also ask him to play they right here. Right so, I
0: wish they would. Uh, center field every day, Mike Trout, going to stay healthy? Ah, shift him
2: to right, maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. like you did Tory Hunter back in the day, huh?
2: Exactly.
3: Now, that was a good center fielder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just think Anah- – Hall of
0: Famer or what, Tommy? I think so. Thank you.
1: I just think Anaheim is where good players go to die. But You might be right. Albert Pujols, Anthony Rendon. They're wasting the, the bet. They've already.
2: Inherited. And Drelton
0: Simmons died.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, poor Simmons. I don't Simmons. think oh. that he ever really was that good, though. He was, but, he man,
0: was good. Man, Braves and Simmons was box office. He was good.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's oh. a really good fielder. I don't think that, I mean, he, I mean, whatever. I guess he was a 300 hitter. He just, I never. No, I love average. You love average.
1: Top yeah. loves average. <laughs> <He> loves average. <laughs> <He> loves average. <laughs>
0: Yeah, thank I you. It, there is still yeah. a fucking realm of baseball for traditional stats. Yeah, I mean, we,
1: we we are pro traditional stats. Although mm-hmm. wins, I guess I don't like wins, but like
0: why you
3: like losses? Oh, wins I like are done.
1: Losses, I look at <laughs> <losses>. <laughs>
3: wins and saves are so dumb. <laughs> I like holds for well, fantasy stuff.
1: That's yeah. No average. Give me your average RBIs and home runs. I'm okay with that. Yeah, RBI like is a RBI. completely
0: RBI. useless number. RBI is love way, RBI. Worse, way worse than average. Oh, you RBI know, is so arbitrary. I get in fucking arguments with White Sox fans because they think just because you could draw a walk is better than you making an out. But you can get RBIs while making outs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, let's just I'm going to give you guys a fucking
1: back fly is a skill.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, uh, of course it is.
1: Yeah.
3: Hitting got to
0: is a skill. Having why do base he,
3: runners in front of you on base is pure fucking chance.
0: Yeah, but you can only control what you control exactly so
3: that's why rbi is an irrelevant
0: stat like you you like, can't control if you if, if you could score a guy yeah you control contact essentially it and, and i
3: love ob i love contact i love weighted obo I like i like contact because i think that's an important skill i think people striking out too much is a big fucking problem for like me. that idiot
0: joey gallo saying he can't hit a fucking single through the shift you can't even make contact you animal yeah <laughs>
3: You monster. You like watch a <laughs> Shaq shoot a free throw. Lint liquor. <laughs> hey, I got to get my my family's going home. Okay,
1: your family. We're at 34 minutes. Okay. Uh,
3: uh, you guys carry on, but I have to go. Uh, I've been, been given some out-of-jail free card time, so I got to go be good man. To my, <laughs> my, my nice daughter. meeting you, Tommy. Nice to meet you, too, Justin. This is fun. Got flood. to
1: go with his children. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh G-rated dinosaur episode. Okay. His mom yeah. swears
3: more than a sailor, so don't worry
2: about that.
1: Okay, never no, mind. Not- <laughs> All
2: right. Take it easy, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thomas. See ya. Later, Thomas.
1: All right. We're at 38-ish minutes right now. Wait what you guys need to talk about. Sir? What have we not talked about?
0: Uh, oh man. Like I've been thinking about this Michael Conforto shit. Okay. Not him being vaccinated. Like-
2: He's the best player still available, kind of, isn't he? Like, we're at that point looking for those fit. Is there a pitcher who's better than him who's still available?
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, whoever could have fixed the Sox, whether that was Starlin Marte, Marcus Simeon, those guys are gone. You know, even Trevor Story. Those guys are gone. So, we got to live with Josh Harrison – leary garcia andrew vaughn gavin sheets going up against whatever the fuck toronto's cooking up north right. you already see Kime boom is not throwing in the fucking towel and he's not rushing his prospects right. minnesota automatically just threw their name back in the ring because now they could fuck somebody's schedule up right texas oh and seattle got robbie ray jesse winker eugenio suarez Houston's not going to stop trying to win. I mean, where do you go to make the playoffs if you're not winning the division, if you're the Chicago White Sox? Oh, and Detroit got better, too.
2: Detroit, yeah. Been- I think Detroit's going to be decent this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know about Erod being the best pitcher on on their staff because he's been – I've seen him be the best pitcher on our staff. He's the best pitcher has- now. Right. Um. Uh-
1: like okay, so let me let me play the like stereotypical white liberal here. I don't think it's the vac- I love it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I don't think it's the vaccination status that is holding up Conforto to the White Sox. Like, and I would not argue that. Like, don't sign Conforto because he's unvaxed. I think it's Jerry not wanting to open up his pocketbook is what I think is going on, um, and that. They think, and I, like, I am pro-Sign Conforto. I'm also pro-Conforto, just get fucking vaccinated, Like It's not that big of a deal. Yeah,
0: it's not that hard.
1: It's not that hard, right? You, you know J.D. Martinez is not vaccinated, right? That Shit, Xander. Xander's not
2: vaccinated?
0: I, I think he just got vaxxed. I think he yeah. did get vaccinated.
2: He had COVID, he had COVID really bad, I think. Yeah. Um,
0: well, Moncada, uh, I think Moncada got sick too.
2: Well, we
1: know Moncada but, got sick um, like 2020.
0: But- Xander had long COVID. He
2: had that, uh, what's yeah. it called? The hardening of the heart. He couldn't play at all in 2020 because he had that uh, cardio. Um, he had that heart condition that where COVID makes your heart hard. Yeah. So he couldn't exercise.
1: Yeah. Damn. Um, so like yeah. I want the White Sox to sign Conforto. I want Conforto to get vaccinated. But if Conforto refuses to get vaccinated, is that a reason to not sign him? I'm leaning towards no. Because what does that mean? You can't play at Toronto. You can't play at the
2: Yankees. What? No, you can't. Yeah. You can. Home home away teams, yeah, if I you're unvaccinated, play, you can play. play. It's a it's a it's a private employer mandate for New York City that employees in New York City have to be vaccinated. And if we're being honest, that's probably gonna be rolled back before the season starts. So Good. um but i really am, i'm really just hoping that maybe it's like a week or something that aaron judge doesn't get to go out on the field because yeah that'll fucking piss new yorkers off man i'll tell you that I'll, I'll be
0: trolling on the internet probably 3 hours a day
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: i'll just clock in on twitter just quick 3 hour shift clock back out for lunch
1: and then you just yeah get on twitter and talk shit on twitter right so the thing is, so the other option, so I'm on the fence, sign conformative, sign the best fucking team you can. What the White Sox are flirting with is this like three headed monster in right field of what? Like Vaughn Angle Sheets? What do we do with Harrison? Harry, Leary, Harry, Garcia? Harrison's gonna be our second baseman, man.
0: Yeah, no, I understand, but at, at you know how TLR makes his lineups. He he uses the pinch hitter. He uses you know the double switch in the American League. So he uses the whole roster. Look at uh, look at how uh, he put together the lineup. So he's gonna use guys to the best of their ability and using the White Sox's uh ability to play different positions. Yeah, I think Harrison fits that mold with Leary. Yeah.
1: So, Joe, how do you feel about the Harrison signing?
0: Because
1: I've got my opinion, but I want to hear yours first.
0: Um, I loved it, actually, because if you look at who he is, he's a do-a-job a do a type of guy, you know, move a guy over. We were just talking about the sacrifice fly earlier. I think uh, we could use guys like that because the home run ball isn't going to be able to propel us to the postseason. I don't see us being a prolific home run hitting team. Oh. Even though we have powerful we have hitters to. in the lineup. I, I
1: I I'm not disagreeing with you on like you gotta be able it was a
0: power outage this summer, Joe.
1: But the power outage was because we had Luis Robert for 50 games and Eloy Jimenez for 60 games. Like we need to get a full season of those guys, and we need 30 dingos from both of them. Like that's what we need. And go ahead.
0: No, I was just saying. Like, uh, yeah, Eloy, Joan, Jose Abreu, Tim do. Anderson, oh, Luis you. Robert, Yasmani Grandal. Those are those are guys capable of hitting a home run. We will not be at our best if we're relying on just home runs from those guys.
1: I, I, I yeah, I get it. We still have never seen a full season of a Louise Robert. And Eloy's been cut short too. Like, we need like if those guys, you guys are talking about the Red Sox two through five, there's a potential for the White Sox one through five. Yeah. To be the greatest.
0: Yeah. And
1: no. uh, emphasis on and I like hundred percent. Yeah. Josh Harrison is gonna hit eight or something like that, right like that's fine i'm fine with that. I, I i like the josh harrison signing i am skeptical of him being an everyday second baseman and you don't think that's going to happen but
2: that's what i'm afraid is going to happen i think that i mean i don't know i don't know that anyone stacks up against the red sox through the heart of the order not even close and there's some good teams out there. Yeah, there are some good teams out there. Yeah, definitely.
1: <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We've we got to do our uh, division previews coming up soon. And we're going to get – our time is crunched on that one. Sam, you want to take the AL East? Do you think you can do that? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. Let's, let's, let's uh, line that up. I'll take the AL Central. I think – Everyone is saying, like, watch out for Detroit. Detroit's coming up. They're going to be good, and I agree with that. I think the wild card is how good is Minnesota going to be? And maybe I'm right homo right now. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, they'll be out. Like, nobody with well, inches on their team is going to be very good.
2: Right, because they are just going to be so many pass balls. <laughs> but the thing is, is that what I'm? What I'm saying is that I think that, you know, we talked about this a lot last year. Is that the White Sox were playing in a really weak division, right? And they looked better than they probably were because they won more games than they might have if they'd been playing in the AL East or the AL West. And they got not swept but it was three won by the Astros. Three, yeah. By the Astros in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And so like, you know, honestly, a stronger AL central could be good for you guys. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. If you can rise to that sort of competition, yeah. which given the talent that you have on your lineup and in your starting pitching staff, like you should be able to do that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, will prepare you for the playoffs better. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think when you got to rely on guys like Dylan Cease, Michael Kolpak, uh Lucas Giolito, those aren't guys that I'm comfortable leaning on when shit gets hard. you seen what happened last year. We had to shut Rodon down during the stretch. Lance missed the start. It was basically Giolito and Cease for 90% of of my starting games. So I think we should have did a better job sewing that up. Like we should have probably followed Toronto's lead and get uh, Berrios. Probably, you know, I said uh, Nola from Philly. We should have put in a trade for him. I thought we were going to make the Blake Snell trade that San Diego made. So even even the trade. Remember when uh, uh, San Diego got Mike Clevenger? I was thinking like, why the White Sox didn't make that move? Why?
1: Money. Uh, I I don't think Jerry is gonna open his pocketbook. But Clevenger didn't like Snell and like we did it. We said on this podcast like, oh my God, the Padres are. Stacking arms, they were stacking Snell, Clevenger, Darvish, and then they, they didn't that, work out it didn't
2: work for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, uh, yeah, they. I mean, I don't know. The White Sox competitive windows right now, right now, yeah. Right, and I. You know, you guys follow them. I don't really follow them except for through the window.
0: Podcast. Is probably about one or two years.
2: Yeah, right, but it's now right or it's, mm-hmm. it's
0: now yeah think um, about my boy mancada he's at the he's 27 years old so <laughs> how right. much like, of a ceiling conversation are we going to have with him
2: yeah when's he is he is he arbitration eligible or what's his deal i mean is he free is he going into free agency next year or
0: i think uh year after next
2: year after next
0: yeah someone will probably it, pay ta's him, deal you know? is coming up that TA's been in extension talks too. So yeah. everybody's talking about paying yeah, Giolito. Whoa, hold on. There's, a, there's bigger fish to fry.
1: Yeah. We gotta keep TA. Um, all right, we gotta wrap this up. So do you guys want to talk about spring training or do you want to talk about strip clubs?
0: Man.
2: Well, uh, it's we got been five. a while. So I'm not sure I have anything to add to the conversation about strip clubs.
0: But- yeah, no, if I talk about strip clubs, my girlfriend's gonna kill me.
2: All right,
1: so- <laughs> spring training.
0: Asia, I love you.
1: <laughs> so I got to go to the spring training game. I got fucking lucky, right? Uh, you know, uh, Rick and Lewis and I, we had booked these tickets in December, and then it got pushed back because of the lockout. We were going to go to two White Sox spring training games in Glendale, Arizona, and it looked like we were going to have to go and not go to any spring training games. But then at the last second, they scheduled the seven-inning game between the White Sox and the Cubs. And it was all scrubs. It was all scrubs. I got to see Liam Hendricks pitch one bad inning. I got to see Andrew Vaughn hit a home run, which was great. Uh, Suspidus, Yelke Suspidus.
0: Yeah, he's a creative player too.
1: He's going to be good. He's going to be very good. I got to watch him play, so I'm excited about that. And, and, and the great thing was just going to a baseball game, going to a baseball game at Camelback Ranch, sitting in the sunshine, walking around the park, the things that I love to do at baseball games. And I don't know, I'm, I'm just very grateful and thankful that that is something that got to have got to happen.
0: Yeah, it looks beautiful out there, man.
1: It was great. It was like 82 and sunny. It was amazing. Uh, we got there early, and everyone was kind of pissed off that we got there early, like before the gates opened early, because we were driving down from Sedona that day. Um, now, you, your friend King Mac was there the day after that, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he always catches some of the uh spring baseball action. Uh he watches the uh, the the Arizona Fall League too.
2: Yeah. So, One yeah, of my never, kind of I've around. never been to spring training.
1: You should go. It's cool. And it's weird yeah. when everyone knows knows that the game doesn't matter. It, it that's a weird thing when everyone's like, "Oh, whatever." Like the White Sox beat the Cubs. And I was like, I was probably the only person who was like, ha ha, 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 ha we beat the Cubs. Everyone was like, it's a spring training game. It doesn't matter.
2: Um, right. And I know, okay, let me, I'm, this is my spring training hot take. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. My head knows that spring training games do not matter. But what my heart is telling me right now but the Red Sox are 6-0 in spring training, and in 2018, when they won 108 games in the World Series, they won all but, like, three of their spring training games. Mm -hmm. And that they they came out of spring training and just fucking – that was, like, as close to a flawless season as you can have in Major League Baseball. And they just cruised all the way through the World Series in that – that year and that's like what my heart is screaming at me every single fucking day right now
0: oh yeah you gotta you gotta think about it too uh sam the red sox rotation is the weakest link how do you propel your weakest link you get set on fire immediately that's what makes trevor can you imagine trevor's story leading off for your boston red sox
2: yeah i can
0: yeah. So that's how you that that is exactly how you start that fire in spring training. You put out the best lineups you can and you your young kids, your right. Nick Yorks, your Casas, your Blazes, Marcello, too. You give them a taste of the show so they stay yeah. hungry and they stay motivated and they number one, they stay accountable. Yeah, the Red and Sox that, are poised for an excellent season this year.
2: And I know that. Also, Alex Cora has said that like the importance of winning stri- spring training games. Also, in the past, he's talked about that specifically for what you're talking about, which is like setting a tone early for everybody. Because you can get a bunch of people who may be like, you know, they're not going to start the season on the team, but they'll be up later, and you can kind of you can kind of get them this kind of feeling and spring training that they can bring with them when they eventually do make it on a big, big roster. So that's, that's my spring training heart, hot take. That's what my heart is like yelling in my ears. Every single Sam, day right so.
0: Sam, you know, what told me that the Red Sox were going to be one of the best teams in the league this year. What's that? When JD Martinez opened his mouth and said he enjoyed being in Boston because we held him accountable for winning. Yeah. That lets me know where Xander Bogarts is as a leader because you could say whatever you want about Xander Bogarts, but he isn't, he was always accountable. Yeah. You get those two guys working hard. How do you think that's going to rub off on Alex Verdugo, Kike Hernandez, Mm -hmm. Rafael Devers of all people who can be right. Sometimes imagine if he just locks in for two months, say July through August. Imagine what that does to the American league.
2: Yeah. We could run away with the division potentially. potentially. And I don't every time
0: of the myself. the Red Sox won the World myself. Series, but it's always been momentum.
2: Yep, um, and that's like you know if and like that's one of the things that I love about Alex Cora is like you get into the zone. He's so good at like steering that ship. You know what I mean? Like keeping yeah. people focused on what it is they need to stay focused on. Um, I think that our Yeah, I do think that our starting rotation is maybe our weak link, but I also think that the starting rotation has got a lot of, like, rich, you know, how healthy can Rich Hill be and how healthy can Michael Waka be?
0: Chris Sale.
2: uh, Right. (laughs) Will Chris Sale ever come back and be, like, even a shadow of what he used to be? But, I, you know, I have no idea what's going on. You trust your GM? now.
0: Not really. I mean, uh, you make me sick. Yeah, we not were having yet, a no. positive show. We were on fire right now, and then you I, dropped this fucking bomb on. me.
2: Man, I I can't. I feel like I, the Gap I,
0: Band. You dropped the bomb on me
2: until if like until we win a World Series. Like I'm like not gonna be cool with Mookie Betts not playing the rest of his career in in Boston. Like I I'll just never.
0: I'll never forgive it myself.
2: Yeah um and like high and bloom okay we don't have to win the world series high and bloom puts together a team that goes to the world series then i'll be on board but until until that happens i'm gonna have so many fucking beating the rays last year was pretty
0: fucking impressive sam
2: it was it was and but that team we had last year was like a lot it was like a you know we got hot at the right time like that that really felt like we pushed it into the playoffs and then like got hot. That didn't really seem yeah. like that didn't really seem like a planned outcome. You know what I mean? At like, one
0: point last year, I thought Hansel Robles was the best reliever I ever seen in the Red Sox right. uniform.
2: Uh, you're right, and like the Red Sox performing the way that they did at the end of the season last year, like I give that to Alex Cora, not to Hyam Blue. I just don't.
0: What do you, Kyle's like fucking Schwarber? Manager.
2: Yeah, I love that dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they even I, made him They made Kyle Schwarber be from Boston. How do you how yeah. do you change the man's identity?
2: Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, yeah, but see, I don't know. I think that I I I trust my manager. I do not trust my general manager.
0: I'm getting a tattoo of kind bloom on my chest. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just gonna go put both feet in the pool.
2: Yeah. Well, you know that could that uh, that that's a life that could pay off for it.
1: you. <laughs> oh uh, man! All right, let's get the fuck out of here. It's been uh, we're almost at an hour. Sam gets mad at me when I do that. Uh.
0: Asia hates when I last long, too.
1: There you Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Yelp. Ostensibly a baseball. It was a baseball podcast this time. We talked about yeah. uh Justin, thanks so much for coming on, man. Anytime. Love you guys, man. Yeah, love you, dude. Let us know. Give it give, like anytime. You are always welcome. Uh uh follow us on all your social media applications. Okay, I gotta do this. You still alive like you still alive in the 108 tournament?
0: No, I'm, I already got cream pie. You guys lost out. by about 20% of the vote. Yeah, yeah. I think the guy I went up against he was I was the eighth seed, he was the ninth seed. His name is Matt. He's a pretty good guy, so I don't really feel bad.
1: Yeah, no, you can't you can't feel bad. Like
0: Nobody. It was fun. I love the 108 tournament, actually. That's how I met a lot of these goofies.
1: That's what they do well. Um I think, like, we, all the podcast is weird because we're, like, kind of a White Sox podcast, but not really a White Sox podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, like, I don't know. We're, we're, we're outside of that circle, but I really like it. I think it does good stuff. Good stuff for the Twitter votes. Oh, yeah. 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 That's good. Um, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Up. Listen to us on all your social media applications. We got uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Facebook. Yeah. Anything you want to find, Dump on the Ump. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, for um Justin and Sam, my name is Joel. You all have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Sweet
2: babe, I'm going to leave you and the
1: time.